Well, hello and welcome to the Extra Mile Podcast with Commercial Truck Training. This is Will Brogan along with the boss, Ken Taylor, and I am excited because I get to actually take part in this again today. It's been a long time since uh, I've had it because uh, you've been doing lots of really, really wonderful interviews, but uh, today we wanted to jump in and record a, a fresh one with just the two of us, right? Absolutely, yeah. We've got uh, and, and a great one planned for today as well. Yes, absolutely. So before we get started on that, just a quick note to uh, go ahead, whether you're on listening on iTunes or Google Play, to please, when you're in that player, hit the subscribe button. Uh, that way you get an alert every time we release one of these and they are published, you get it right away. You don't have to wait for us to promote it on the truck stop or social media or anything like that. And you can listen right away as soon as possible, whether you're in the car or walking the dog or hitting golf balls or whatever you might be doing. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. It helps us and it helps you as well. Uh, today's topic, we've touched on this before on this very program. Um, so some of it will have a little bit of overlap, but we're talking today about time management and we're talking about the hub concept and it is the one uh, cheat, if you will, that you allow for cold calling because it makes so much sense in this scenario. So we'll touch on a little bit more time management as well, but this is uh, this is the landmark part of it. So go ahead and, uh, and get us started here. Yeah, we love the hub concept because it just makes your day so much more efficient. And especially if you're what we call that one-man show where you're doing everything and you don't necessarily, or you tell yourself you don't have time to go out and make sales calls. But the hub concept is based off having one appointment. Mm -hmm. uh, that appointment could come from attendance at a home builder's. If you go to our podcast, it talks about how to leverage your membership. Yes. You'll be able to pull this information off. But it's just an easy way to get an appointment. You're the, the one tied into it, sorry to cut you off, uh, is uh, one of the earlier ones we did. It's called A Perfect Day, if you want to go back and reference that. Yeah, thank you. Will. You're welcome. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, and so you're sitting at, at lunch or breakfast with someone. You get a great conversation. He happens to be a business owner, and you end the conversation with, God, I'd love to see your facility sometime. They never say no. Congratulations. You just got an appointment. For you guys out there to say, gosh, it's hard to get appointments. No, it's easy to get appointments. You just have to have a little pre-planning. So you got the appointment, and the next thing on our hub concept is... You look at your prospecting list that we ask you to create that should have 20 to 30 names on it, and you're looking to see if there's anybody else in that same area that you've been meaning to call on, and you take that list with you. So that it's it's think of it as going to war with extra weapons. You've got like uh, you've got grenades or, or maybe you've got a grenade launcher, and you're going out with those extra weapons. You're also prepared to ask certain questions. So we're heading out the door. We've got our one appointment, and it goes well. You probably followed our guide, first call questioning guide. If you don't have it, you need to email Will or myself, and we'll send it to you. Mm -hmm. And it tells you the questions to ask. And the questions are really centered around value. We're adding value to them. And the call... If you do it well, if you sit there and try to show up and throw up, it's not going to go very well, and that's talking too much. If you don't have a plan uh, to focus on their business, it's not going to go very well. But if you do the things we recommend, you're going to have a great sales call. So there's a couple of things you can do at the end of that call. One is to ask a very simple question. 
because you probably or should have asked them how long they had been in business at right. that location. Right. They tell you 15 years. Wow, 15 years. Uh, I'm just curious. You must know some of the businesses around you. And they always say yes. yes. Great. And then you use our word track. Gosh, uh, I would love to introduce myself uh, to those uh, prospects that you know. And uh, I'm not asking for a referral. What I'm just asking, if I could use your name and mention that I had stopped by today. They always say yes. And then you ask for the names. Typically, they're going to give you two or three. And when they give you those two or three, now you're going to turn a cold call into a warm call. And that is critical. So you go into the next door and say, hey, I was just talking to Will Brogan um, of Brogan Industries, and he said he knew you guys. And that starts the concept. So it's so much easier to get appointments. It's so much easier to take it to the next level. You can go a step further. Remember the list we talked about in the very beginning of today's show that... uh, We'd like you to have between 20 and 30 prospects written on your list. You've done a couple of things. You checked them against the dealership to make sure nobody else had them as a current client. And number two, you did research on each of them. You looked up their website. You went to LinkedIn to see if you could find them on LinkedIn. You did all those things. And you're going to be in the area, but what you do with that list is you also show that to your current appointment. Hey, I'm just curious. Uh, I could sure use your help. Uh, I always said the most powerful question in the world is, could you help me? They always say yes, or I'll try. You show them the list and just ask, do you happen to know anybody on this list? They're probably going to pick out one or two companies they have some kind of relationship with. So you just added more opportunities in your opportunity basket. So now you can still stop by those companies as well. So remember, we started out with one appointment. We asked for who they knew, so that gave us more opportunities. Then we showed them our list. And once they saw the list, they identified one or two more. Right. So it's in one of our podcasts, I mentioned my call with Harvey Mays mm-hmm. at Berglund where uh, Ivan, a commercial banker, vice president, knew 12 people on Harvey's 30 list. Right. So it's so simple. When people tell me I can't get appointments or uh, I'd rather cold call, I have to shake my head because really what we just did is we turned those cold calls into warm calls. We had a referral source. Right. Once you get a referral source, the game changes. You're so much more likely to get in the door. Yeah. It's absolutely critical. Yep. And anytime cold calling comes up, as it inevitably does at any of our boot camps or any other kind of events, the the quote that I like to use is from John Wooden, who's just an amazing quote factory. And that is, uh, don't mistake activity for achievement. And your concept demonstrates the difference. You can make cold calls all day long. But are you really achieving anything? Therefore, it's just activity. Whereas when you go to somebody that you have an appointment with, it's already structured, already built in, and they have a relationship with who you are cold calling on next, there is at least potential there for achievement. And at the very least, you've achieved a connection to that business. So you've gained something out of that effort. 
So there's a yeah. big, big difference there than just picking up the phone and calling, like you said, Brogan Industries, which I wonder what my industry would be. Um, <laughs> be sports-related. Right, and, and, and hoping. So, uh, that again, that quote always comes up, don't mistake activity for achievement. Know the difference between those two in your efforts. But you also mentioned the, the top 30 list, and, and I was hoping we could do a podcast on this as well. You brought up something at, I don't think it was our last boot camp, but maybe the one before that because we had a bunch of younger guys that had just gotten into it. Um, people that are new into the industry or even new in, in the workforce in general, some of them were asking, well, how am I going to ever establish a, a 30 list? And it was kind of funny. You, you, It looked like you thought for a second, but you were probably just delaying it that you already knew the answer. Oh, yeah. And... Um, it was so simple, yet it was so profound what you said, and so valuable. And what was the answer to that? Uh, who do you know? Yeah. <laughs> who do you know? And everybody kind of looked at me funny. I said, correct me if I'm wrong. Hemi's in the background, by the way. <laughs> Probably the people that you know most likely work for somebody. Right. Yeah. I can't imagine your top 30 would all be uh, jobless individuals yeah, that don't know anyone. unemployed. Right. Yeah. You, you, all your friends work for somebody. All your friends know somebody who works for somebody. Right. So it's a very simple starting point. Uh, if you're new to an area, you know, we haven't touched on that very often, uh, that's great too because we've talked before on other podcasts about the low-hanging fruit right inside the dealership. Yes. It's funny. It's like what I asked the service manager at McGrath Ford. Uh, how many, and I asked this very simple question, uh, how many service but not sold customers do you have? And what we mean by that is they are companies and the uh, tickets that are written are in the name of the company, mm -hmm. but they bought their vehicle someplace else. And the answer shocked me, Well. He said, that was amazing. over 90%. Yes. I said, wait a minute, 90% of the companies that are using your service department bought their vehicle someplace else. And he explained why. Did they uh, Before they were bought by McGrath, they were a big courtesy delivery endpoint. Right. So they just had waited around while fleet management companies called them and said, hey, we're going to be delivering Ford vehicles in your market. Would you guys like to be courtesy delivery? And that's a there's a whole podcast by itself too. Right. Why courtesy deliveries can be so important and so valuable, although a lot of people don't want to do them. Right. So over ninety percent. So Tyler Young had a great start just contacting people who already like the dealership, or right. they wouldn't be using the service department. Right. And think about that too. The 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 situation that that was in, I'm sure, is not the only situation in the country where it's like that. But you had Tyler who had just taken over that position. It was newly created for him um, when, when McGrath acquired a Ford store. What that call is to that customer, even though it's Tyler's first call or whoever's first call to that company, it is not a cold call because there's a leverage relationship there Correct. between the business that you're calling on and the business that you actually work for, meaning the dealership in this case. So... Keep that perspective in mind, too, when you're going down a list like that or a situation like that, where even though it's your first call, there's still a referral source or at least a, a warm relationship there. 
Well, absolutely. It just makes it so much easier, Will. Right. And, um, and, you know, vendors of the dealership. And there's so many people you can put on your list if you're brand new. I don't care if you've never sold a truck before. I don't care if you're from Anchorage, Alaska, and you're moving to Minneapolis or Nashville. It doesn't matter. Don't think that you've got to go out and just fill your day with cold calls because you don't know anybody. Right. There's too many opportunities. And again, getting involved in a, a networking group, business to business like BNI or LaTips, getting involved in uh, trade associations, as we've mentioned, mm-hmm. getting involved in the chamber, you're going to meet people. And people always ask them, well, what's the easiest way to get an appointment? That's very simple. It's when you're engaged face-to-face in conversation right. with someone. It's so hard for them to say no. It's so hard for them to turn you down. Right. You know, that's why when we finished a breakfast or lunch after we've asked tons of questions and not done very much talking, that I typically say, wow, you know, I'd love to see your facility sometime. And they always say yes. They always say yes. So it's not hard. So that hub concept or that one appointment, think about that. All the things that branched off of that. Mm-hmm. Who do they know? Uh, here's my list. Who do you know on my list? It's just right. an endless. It's endless. And, and as Will brought up, if you're new, you know people. If you don't, then you've been living in a cave somewhere. <laughs> and uh, no excuse to say, well, I don't know who to call on. You know. You just have to think and use your time effectively. Right. And another good part of that hub concept is as you develop relationships with those businesses around each other, each time business will take you out there, whether it's another appointment call or delivery or service pickup or anything like that, it gives you another opportunity to stop by the other businesses in the area. Of course, if you have time, sometimes that's not the case, to continue to build that relationship Maybe pick up more business cards to put in your service, for instance, or drop off brochures or whatever that might be. It's another opportunity to continue to establish that relationship going deeper and deeper. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it's just, it's endless, Will. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm just, I have to shake my head when someone says, well, you know, I'm new and, you know, I, I can't get appointments or I don't know how to get appointments. Getting appointments is easy. Uh, and the value of having an appointment is very simple. If you cold call, you're probably not going to see a decision maker. No. You're going to meet a lot of gatekeepers, and they are called gatekeepers for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, they guard that gate. Uh, if you have appointments, you don't make appointments with the gatekeeper. You make appointments with the business owner. So you're talking with the person who can make the decision. And again, so critical that you follow that hub concept. So. Even if you just get one appointment for that day, you should have a full day. Yeah. And, and, and it should not be wasted. And you're going to be surprised how many people are actually glad to see you because you are a rare species. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> of someone who actually steps outside a dealership. I don't know how many times... When I ask this question, and I ask it often, guys, I'm just curious, when is the last time a dealership showed you the courtesy of coming to you knowing how valuable your time is? Now, listen to that question real carefully. It had a lot of substance to it. It did. When is the last time a dealership showed you the courtesy? You know, it's a courtesy to come to you. Power word. So we set ourselves apart, right? Mm -hmm. Well, power word. Um, When is the last time a dealership showed you the courtesy of coming to you knowing how 
valuable your time is. I just told you how important you were. Right. And uh, I'm on my appointment call, and I'm setting myself apart from everyone else. And the typical answer we get is, wow, it's been a long time since a dealership's ever come to me. Mm-hmm. And that includes who, whomever they're, they're actually buying from at the moment. So once again, you've set yourself apart because they're going to be thinking, you know, come to think of my guy never comes out and sees me. Yeah. <laughs> I have to call them. Yeah. We've had answers where, well, gosh, I didn't know you guys came to customers. And my answer always is, of course. In fact... Typically, when you are going to acquire a new vehicle, and I usually use the word acquire versus right. you know, buy, acquire a new vehicle, uh, how does that process work for you now? Because if they said all that, no one's bringing the vehicle to them. No, no, no. And they're going to say, well, gosh, you know, I go in, I said, now you probably have to go through finance. Am I right? Well, yeah. And how long does that take? Oh, a couple of hours. Wow, that's so different than how we do it. Mm-hmm. And I just stop waiting for them to say, and they always do, how do you do it? Well, your time is extremely valuable. We bring the vehicle to you. We bring the paperwork to you. We might bring up other things we think might be important, such as an extended warranty. Uh, But it's all your choice. And the paperwork's done in 10 or 15 minutes maximum versus taking all your time to drive to the dealership, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, Two hours in finance, so half your day literally is gone, and there's so many easy ways to do it. And people always ask me, is uh, is, is delivering a truck that important? It is <laughs> critical. Yeah. It is absolutely critical. I had one dealership, Will, where the finance department demanded that the commercial customer come in so they could go through two hours of torture. Are they still in commercial business? Uh, they're struggling. <laughs> <laughs> so no name to be mentioned. Of course. <clears throat> but uh, think of that hub concept. That's really what today's about. And by the way, when you finish, don't forget to do two things. Fill out a thank you card yes. and send it the same day. Again, you will set yourself apart. We can do a whole po- podcast on how to set yourself apart. The other thing that you do, 24 hours later, you call them to do nothing but say, thank you for your time. You're not trying to sell anything. You're not trying to do anything. You're just saying thank you. Yeah, even if you get a voicemail. Even if you get a voicemail, because they're, they're going to be so shocked. Cause they're, they're going through their voicemails, and they get the one from the financial planner who's cold calling everybody. Yep. They get one from the aluminum siding company. They get one from the multi-level marketing Multi-level friend. marketing. Yep. Oh, God, yes. Uh, Legal Shield. Yeah. And suddenly they get your call. Hey, I just called to say thanks. Once again, it's all about setting yourself apart. We have to do a podcast on setting yourself apart. You want to end this one so we can do that one? Yeah, let's do that. (laughs) Uh, Hope you picked something up. Uh, Will, thanks for a lot of great questions. I need those reminders. And uh, we appreciate uh, every listener in our podcast. And, And again, uh, spread the word. You know, let other people in your dealership know that we've got the podcast. They can learn something. Uh, in fact, we really encourage you to have your dealer principal, your general manager, and your general sales manager on the retail side start listening to our podcast. Yes. Because it educates them on what this side of the business is really like. Yeah. So, again, thank you so much. Will, take it away. End it up. Take, it, take it, us over it, guys. the goal line. Start planning those hub concepts for two weeks out now. And uh, by then, we'll have a couple more podcasts for you to listen to, hopefully, on the ride out. So thank you so much.